What is up, everybody, to the nations worldwide? This is the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money, living that travel lifestyle. We're your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a travel lifestyle, get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other, and listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. We are fresh off our Mexico trip. We just got back last night. We went there for 13 total days between Mexico City and Cancun. So for this episode, we thought we'd talk to you about that trip and uh, what we what we did on it. So without further ado, let's jump in to today's episode. So we just got back last night from our Mexico trip. We planned this sort of really last minute. Uh, we planned it about a couple weeks in advance and left on May 1st. We just got back last night, which was May 13th. And I just want to go over kind of what we got up to when we were in Mexico City, some places that you should definitely check out in Mexico City and Cancun. And um, let's just start off with uh, Mexico City, day one. After we got there, we landed. We didn't have much time, so we went to Chapultepec Park, which is also where we visited on the last day to see the castle. Mm-hmm. And uh, in Chapultepec Park, there's m- so many different d- museums you can visit. And But it was the castle. It was the castle on the very last day that we actually went into, and we really loved that castle, right? It was really awesome, yes. Yeah, the, it was like kind of going through Mexico's history, everything that, uh, all the different artifacts that they have, especially more modern history that they that they have showcased there. Um, everything from weapons, carriages, uh, art. art. It was a really beautiful place. And bathroom, like living room, like, and accessories and every jewelry, mm-hmm. like pretty much like a residence, you know, but then it's kind of like a palace. So it was really great in a sense that we needed to climb up a little bit and then we were able to see all views on top of the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in Chapultepec Park, there's so many different things you can do. But if you're going to choose one, definitely do that castle. The castle was amazing. It's actually we were were staying our our time around that park in a place called Condesa. That's the that's the area that we stayed in. Nice and safe. We stayed in an Airbnb. It was really nice um, to be able to stay in a very safe area. Uh, moving on to the next day, we went to the historical historical city center where we made our way around to a bunch of different different places, um, starting at the Palacio de Bell Arts and uh, moving our way towards the Museum of uh, Diego Rivera's mural, which is a really amazing, massive mural that they have on display there. Uh, we went to a local market and we did a lot of souvenir shopping. What did you see at the souvenir at the uh, local market? Um, 
There were several like distinctive souvenirs. One of the distinctive souvenirs were like glass made skulls. Lots of painting, like uh, painting, yeah, like glass made objects and um, lots of like artists' Skulls work. and skeletons. Yeah. But it's not just the skulls itself. Like it's very decorative and it's very artistic. They use a lot of different colors and different like, you know, patterns. And, you know, it was like from the small little tiny skulls or skeletons to the big large one. And there's a doll. Like, I, I don't know the name of the doll, but there's a Mexican doll. And that was also another, like, very distinctive souvenirs. And those were everywhere. And the mask. Oh, the Lucha Libre masks. So we'll get into Lucha Libre a little bit later. Mexican wrestling, basically. And uh, they sell the masks there, which I had to get one for myself. You got one as well. We went to a match later uh, on the next day. But, um, yeah, the souvenirs, lots of tequila, lots of um, some leather shops, a little bit of that going on. Um, lots of interesting little souvenirs that you can check out at this market near the historical city center. I, I'd like to say the name. I know I'm going to butcher it, but it's La Ciudadela, I believe. And from there, we moved on to a restaurant that overlooks Zo the Zocala, the main square of the downtown area, mm -hmm. uh, overlooking Templo Mayor, which is like an ancient ruin there. We didn't end up going in it, but we were you know, right above it, basically, which was really cool and uh, enjoyed a meal there before moving on to the main square, walking around. And then finally, wrapping up, going to the Torre Latinoamerica, America? Uh, the, the views of basically everywhere we walked on that day, going up the tower to the top mm -hmm. and looking out to everywhere that we uh, wandered that day. Definitely, yes. You got to check Latina Americana as well because it was such an amazing views from the top of the building and then you were pretty much like see every view of the whole city so it was really cool um it's somewhat different like landscapes and different views from the top like i mean between the um chapultepec versus the latin america no or latin america, america. Uh, america. okay so definitely both are strongly recommended so definitely check that out. And also the local market. What's it called? La Ciudadela. I hope I'm getting that right. And uh, the next day was actually our favorite day probably of the whole trip. Mm -hmm. That's when we went to and we found out later how to pronounce this properly. Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. And this is uh, two ancient ruins and there's uh, there's two massive pyramids along with these ruins. And it is a, about an hour to two hour bus ride outside of Mexico City. Um, really easy, easy to get there. And it's a perfect day trip. You'll want to pretty much take the full day to walk around this place because it is pretty massive. Um, we spent basically our whole day there. Uh, from early in the morning till about 6 p.m. we got back. And we, uh, so it's the Pyramid of the Sun and the Pyramid of the Moon. And basically you can walk up 
the Pyramid of the Moon to the midway point and look out. And you can walk up all the way to the top of the Pyramid of the Sun, which is the larger one, and look out to everything. It was massive. And how did you feel the uh, walk up the pyramids was like for you? Gigantic. And it's like, it almost feels like you're in Egypt, you know, because it's pyramids. Um, One thing that I wanted to point out is that I have a height phobia. So there was a difference between like pyramids of the moon and the sun is in a sense that pyramids of the moon was smaller one, right? Yeah. That one, when you go up to the top, literally you see the ground vertically. There's no horizontal ground that you can, you know, like you feel secured enough to see down. It was more of vertical, you know, vertical angle. So I feel like I'm going to like, you know. I'm going to die or something. I'm going to... Yeah, so... It's so steep. It's ex- it's very steep. Extreme. It's extreme steep. So I couldn't really, like, move that much. And there's no there's no platform. There, it's, it's just one flight of steps all the way to the midway point. There's no stopping. And it is very steep. Lots of steps. And luckily, there's a rope that you can basically hold on to. Uh, The Pyramid of the Sun is even larger, but there are certain midway platforms all the way to the top that you can catch your breath, and uh, it's not as steep. Did you find that too? Um, I thought that it's going to be more scary, but because there are like two horizontal layers where you can just walk around, I didn't really feel like that threatened compared to the uh, pyramids of the moon. Uh So I feel much more secured. Yes. Along with walking around this place, Teotihuacan, uh, definitely make your way to La Gruta restaurant when you're there. It's really, really, really strongly recommendable. The service is excellent. The food is excellent. The, The design, it's just the natural cave so it's not the design but like what's the way to put it like you know it's, it's literally in- a restaurant interior, in a cave. yeah the interior was just amazing and there's a chance you can actually make a wish it's kind of like a culture you light up the candle and you go to the top of the um what what's the way to call it like the top of the um like um the cave there's a bunch of steps that yeah. go deeper into the cave mm-hmm and then you can, yeah, put your candle wherever you would like to wish to put. And then you kind of make a wish and you come down and that's their culture. So it was a really unique experience for us to light up the candle and then go up to the stairs and then put the candle and then make a wish and then come down. Came down. So that was our day trip to Teotihuacan. And then at the end of the day, when we got back to Mexico City, we still had some sort of energy. And we went to a Lucha Libre match. And this is Mexican wrestling. We bought our masks. We went to the match. And this was one of my favorite things that we did. Two and a half hours of basically a show, an acrobatic wrestling show. It was really, really cool. And I definitely, definitely recommend that you go see a Lucha Libre mask when you're in Mexico City. You cannot miss out on this. Natalie, what did you think of the Lucha Libre match? It's definitely a must to try and experience 
because it was somewhat different. Like it's kind of like a setup, like boxing, not boxing. What's the way to wrestling? Wrestling, yeah. Yeah, and like many of the people, or most of the people, they were like wearing masks, and they really, really were into it, and they were shouting. They were like, there were you can definitely sense they were so into it. Although it, it was kind of like a setup, you know, wrestling. <laughs> From my perspective, I'm not like a sports person, so I appreciate the fact that we actually. Went there and then see the、uh, game, but I didn't really enjoy the full three-hour game. Like, I was into probably the last like thirty-one hour, and I think that was it. But it was definitely a local, very entertaining,、um, local, local cultural sports for sure. So we would definitely recommend this、um, show to attend and enjoy for sure. And tickets weren't that expensive.、Uh, I th- like、uh, maybe twelve dollars each, and we had fairly good seats. Even though we paid for one of the lower end seats, we could still have a great view of the ring and everything. But、uh, the next day was probably one of your favorite days when you went to when you got to see the Frida Kahlo House and Museum.、Ooh. That was very big on your list, and along with that admission was also the Museum of Anahuacali, which is also Diego Rivera's、uh, museum. He designed and put artifacts into. Definitely check that one out. It is less busy than the Frida Kahlo Museum, but we got there before opening at the Frida Kahlo Museum, and it was packed. There was a massive line. We thought we wondered if we should come back later. Don't try to get there as early as you can. And go through that line. It took us what forty-five minutes to get in, but was it worth it? Was the Frida Kahlo House and Museum worth going to? The Blue House, yes, definitely. You must go. So we would encourage you to be there like one hour before the opening time because that day it was supposed to be open around like ten, ten. Yep. And we were there on dot dot ten, but then there. Were, Still a long line, and we waited like around like one hour to get in. So definitely, you must go there like at least thirty minutes or like one hour prior to the opening time. And if you get your tickets online before you go, you stand in a smaller line, but there's still a line for you. So、uh, just some thoughts on that. Really cool、uh, history about Frida Kahlo and the house and how she grew up and the clothes she wore, the art that she made. It, w- it was really nice to to go through that. Along with the other museum, we also went to a market, Mercado de Coyoacan, in that same area. And、uh, what did you try there? So it, it's a market, and it has souvenirs. Souvenirs and at the At the same time, they have like the food courts, like not courts, but like the natural food places. They do have food courts though too. Yeah, they had yeah, lots yeah. of that. But yeah, you're right. They had、um, like、crickets. fruits, crickets, crickets. Natalie tried a cricket. No, <laughs> I tried a cricket. Just uno, uno. Um, just just one, one, just one cricket, just to see how it tasted.、Uh, they have a, a sauce there called mole, 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 or mole sauce. Yeah, M O L E. I tasted very much like that. A little crispy. It was. It. I, I asked for a, a very small cricket. Tried it. 
<laughs> wouldn't really try it again, but it was fine. It tasted fine. Um, just the idea of having a cricket it, it would deter me from having it ever again. But so I remember the owner of the cricket. She tried to like give you the very large one, yeah. and then you say, "Oh, I'm okay with the small one." Yeah. She tried to give me a really fat, juicy one, and I said, "No, no, no, smaller, smaller." So she gave me a smaller one. I ate it. Uh, along with that, we also tried candied fruit. Oh yeah, that was good. They've got yeah. lots of different candied stuff. Candied yams that looked like candied yes. fruits. Like it was tangerine, I think. What yeah, that was that orange was or tangerine. Really good. Um, I mean, they have what? What's that pig? Um, ah, deep fried skin? skin. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you call it, but we, we tried a little bit of that. It, but it was very crunchy, salty. Mm-hmm. But it was not bad at all. It was like yeah. kind of like a chips. We tried some sweets, and that's about all we did in the market. Um, really, cra- really uh, cramped, confined areas with all the shops there. So it is a bit more, um, wasn't as open as the other market that we went to. Mm-hmm. It was a bit more, uh, more cramped, especially with a backpack on. Mm-hmm. So moving on to the next day, it was Cinco de Mayo. No place in Mexico really celebrates Cinco de Mayo, uh, despite what we thought, other than Puebla. So we decided to go to Puebla. It's a about a two to two and a half hour bus ride outside of Mexico City. And it's where the Mexican army defeated the French army. And that's why they celebrate Cinco de Mayo there. Mm-hmm. We missed out on the parade. But we were able to see on the top of the um, shrine. They were about to like, you know, have that parade. We saw like. A long line of people standing and holding something. Yeah, so that was in Cholula, uh, but in Puebla we we did. Um, there was still lots of like street vendors out, and lots of people still celebrating. And we just basically walked around the whole time. Mm-hmm. Walked around the Zocalo, the mm-hmm. the main city square, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of markets, mm-hmm. and really we spent like three hours doing this. Yeah. To the point where we had to get moving, um, we had to catch our bus because we paid for a round trip at, mm-hmm. and we had to get out of there by 6.30. So we moved on to the shrine uh, that you were talking about in mm-hmm. Cholula. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it overlooks the volcano, but it was too hazy to even see the volcano. Mm-hmm. Still, the shrine was really, really beautiful. Uh, this yellow, yellow colored uh, shrine. And then, um, and then from there we got dinner, and then went to the Estelle de Puebla, the uh, the Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. Took some shots there. Didn't ride the Ferris wheel. It seems like nobody actually took the ride. Yeah, it doesn't seem like anybody yeah. was doing the Ferris wheel. And then we just moved on. Uh, went back home after that. That was that was a full day. We didn't get back till like eight nine p.m. So that uh, was a very busy uh, day trip, but definitely. Pueblo is really historic. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the, all the buildings there are very historic. It, it was definitely a cool place to add to your itinerary to Mexico City. And the final day in Mexico City, we went to Xochimilco. Yes. Xochimilco is... A fairy town where you can ride on the boat and enjoy the scenery and visit the flower shop. Yeah, like it's a one big canal. Um and 
basically it's 500 pesos for one hour for a boat you can load up that boat i think to about 12 people um it was just me and natalie so we still paid the 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 going rate and uh we had the boat to ourselves for a full hour it was really cool but we got there at 10 a.m on a monday and nobody was on the canal no single body was there (laughs) So it's it. They open at like nine a.m. They start doing rides, but when we got there, shops were just opening up. Um, there was like maybe two other boats on the canal, and the the canal was just on our way back. So you go from the the starting point to a flower shop. You walk around the flower shop, and then you head back on our way back. That's when a bunch of boats were coming mm-hmm. with other people, <clears throat> and this one. Uh, the locals are on smaller boats and they're they're uh, boating up to your boat and offering things like food, beer, uh, photographs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they corn, even have corn. Yeah, mariachi bands. So they have uh, like a mariachi band on their boat. If you pay for it, they'll come onto your boat and they'll give you they'll they'll sing to you. So it's, it can be a really big party. So if you want that more party atmosphere, uh, maybe go on the weekend. We went on a Monday at 10 a.m. And it was nice and uh, nice and calm on the way uh, to the flower shop, so we liked that. And then we still got that little little bit of that party atmosphere on our way back. Um, but Zochi Milko is is a really cool, really cool half day trip to add to your itinerary. And that that's our Mexico City trip. Um, basically, uh, we really liked Mexico City. Yeah, culturally, architecturally. Um, it was definitely a city where you can experience diverse aspect aspect of it. So for us, Cancun was really great in a sense that um, you can visit um, Chichen Itza. So yeah, we moved on and from Tulum. Mexico City to Cancun, and we're not gonna break down Cancun day by day, but we'll just yeah. tell you what we did there. So, so the only reason, the only good things about Cancun was those two. UNESCO historic site, which is Chichen Itza. Um, something similar to like Pyramids of the Moon and the Sun. Um, Teotihuacan, I mean, in Mexico City. But other than that, um, we prefer Mexico City in a sense that there are so much more diversity and so much more things to look around. Um, whereas Cancun for us, it was more like resort area. Other than, you know, Chichnitsa and the the Tulum. So we're, we're not resort people. We still stayed in an Airbnb in Cancun. Um, and we wanted to see Chichen Itza. We um, obviously Chichen Itza is a new world wonder. Um, incredible place to visit. Um, we rented a car, drove there the three hours it took. Walked around, drove back three hours. That was one of our days. Really incredible. I don't think I need to talk to you about Chichen Itza. You most likely already know about it. But other than that, we went to Tulum. Mm-hmm. We saw a cenote, uh, one of, like a cave filled with water. Um, we went to the beach one morning. Uh, but our experience in Cancun, we wouldn't go back. We are not resort people, like I said. Yeah, like 
we would not regard, you know, like beach, lying down on the beach and just, you know, like enjoying your drinks. That's not type of like travel that we would like to do. We would like to explore. We would like to walk. We would like to experience. We would like to see. Like that's more of travel. That's the travel in our definition. Like going to the beach, lying down all day long, all inclusive. Those are not type of like big, like traveling. That's, yeah, one of vacations if you prefer that. But it's not travel, travel for us. So in that sense, yes, we didn't really feel that Cancun lying down on the beach. We did that for like two hours and that was it. Like that's, that's it. So we didn't really think that that was our type of tea, but it was good to, you know, just to see the scenery and views. Uh, but we definitely miss the days when we walked around, when we interact with locals and see lots of architectures, designs, arts, galleries, and, you know, yes. Yeah, I mean, and it was really hot. Really hot. It's not dry hot. It's sticky hot. So, like, you feel like you're so... You feel like you're um, easily agitated because it's sweaty, sweaty hot. And the sweaty level was, like, 85 to 90%. The humidity. Yeah, humidity, I mean. <laughs> as soon as you step out, you're, like, already wet. Yeah. It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't feel good for a, a full day. No, not at all. Like, after 6 p.m., it's okay there because there's, like, breeze. Um, and it's kind of, like, cooling down a little bit. But during the daytime, oh, no. Like, I can't really, like, understand. I couldn't believe th- that people were willing to lie down on the beach all day long, mm-hmm. really. And and taxis in, in Cancun are more expensive than here in Canada. Uh, everything, everything is, is so, more expensive, yeah. and it, it, it's not, uh, you know, what we look for when we're when we're looking for a destination. And really, unless it has, unless that destination has something really amazing. But Cancun is just beaches. We're not we're not really beach people, anyways. We do enjoy the beach for a few hours, but it's not the, our main destination, basically. Mm-hmm. And even for souvenirs, whenever we go to the local like shops, they just ripping the prices off. It's like four times the price is Mexico City. Yeah, four City. to five. Yeah, like for example, Lucha Libre, that mask, we bought it at like 100 peso in Mexico City. Whereas in Cancun, people would say like 500. Like the first time, how much is it? 500 peso, like right on. Like, And at the end of the trip, like after they were like ripping us off we didn't really feel like even asking the price for the item we just you know wander around and just just checked out the area and that was it we didn't really like buy anything else because Mm -hmm. we knew that they're gonna like you know um yeah ripping us off so it's obvious, you know, we really preferred Mexico City. We really loved Mexico City. Um, Cancun, not so much on our list of places that we would ever return, but definitely worth it, worth it to go see Chichen Itza, maybe pick another city to stay at. Um, definitely lots of cenotes that you can wander and, and spend a, an afternoon at or morning at, swimming around. Um, but moving on to food. 
you know, the, the food in Mexico. That's like one of our main reasons why we wanted to go to Mexico, why Mexico was at the top of our list of destinations. But the food, what did you think about the food? We love Mexican food and we were kind of like accustomed to, accustomed to? Yep. Like North American or like, you know, on the border in Seoul, Korea, that type of sauces. So our expectation of Mexican food was actually high. And then when we first try the local, local food. Like a, like a fast food kind of local. Which has a lot of chains all over the places. Yeah. We, I was actually shocked because that was not the taste that I was expecting and that I was looking for. And the meat was very smelly for me. So I couldn't really like try any pork or beef, which is normally totally fine. I, I love pork. I love meat, beef. So I couldn't really try the taco because I smelled something right away. And the sauces, it was not really like, it's, it was not the sauce that we're actually um expecting not when we first started eating so Mm -hmm. after our first few local restaurants where we wanted to you know eat with eat what the locals were eating and we our experience wasn't that good we decided to kind of up our budget basically for food uh to eat at a little bit more nicer places and that's that's when the sauces started to come out Mm -hmm. right um especially like at Places like uh, El Mayer, which overlooks the Zocalo, mm-hmm. um, La Gruta, you know, these type of restaurants. They you, were You get good. more sauces. They were good. The food quality was much better. This is when, like, you know, this is what we were expecting with Mexican food, basically. So those places that M- Mikey just mentioned is actually dollar, dollar, dollar restaurants. Yeah, those were good. But, like, normal one, I don't know. Like, I couldn't have Mm -hmm. i couldn't have more yeah so the very first day i ordered food and then mikey ended up eating it all (laughs) at a few different places we ended up going to like three different restaurants you ordered something i had to eat it (laughs) at each of the restaurants and um yeah i mean mexico mexico we really loved mexico city and uh, really enjoyed our experience there. We love to um, to to visit, to mingle, and um, yeah, really great time. Any any final closing thoughts on Mexico traveling? Mexico. Uh, well, actually, first off, is it safe? Mexico City. Is it's safe? It's guys. safe. Yeah, like uh, we didn't take buses or trains, so. Maybe um, that's why we use the Uber all the time. Uber all the time. I, I mean, our Airbnb host talked about some uh, some of the people that stayed at his place. Pickpocketed. They got pickpocketed. You know, he said, especially with how affordable Uber is there, it didn't make sense. We wanted to maximize our time. It's kind of how we travel. We travel really fast. We want to maximize our time, so we're willing to spend a little bit more to to uh, to get from place to place. Uh, fast and safe so we were willing to do that so we didn't get into any trouble with that type of thing um incredibly safe stick to the the right places and you'll be totally fine um we never felt in danger or anything so 
Uh, you know, that's kind of being from Canada. It's kind of the things you hear about Mexico. Mexico is dangerous. Stay away from Mexico. Uh, if you're going, stay on a resort, things like this. Not necessarily. Look at the places that are actually dangerous in Mexico, um, places further west or along the the uh, U.S. border where it is. Some places are very dangerous, but Mexico City, no problem. We even drove in, in Cancun to Chichen Itza, not a problem at all. Um, so, yeah. Any other thoughts or feelings about Mexico in our Mexico, travels? Mexico, it's very passionate, very artistic, even the buildings in downtown it was very interesting it was not um systematically aligned but the building was not linear you know what i mean and the coloring was really interesting like for some floors it was yellow green orange red that was the building (laughs) um so it's very artistic very creative um and very culturally, very mixed with European styles, and also at the same time, um, Latin American. Mm. Um, and very, very loud when it comes to traffic, like lots of honking. Um, traffic there is really, really bad. heavy, really bad, and I'd never drive in Mexico City. So we wouldn't recommend you to drive in Mexico City. Cancun, yes, you can drive. You can rent a car. We did that. Totally fine. Um, Mexico City, we wouldn't recommend it. But we would recommend you to travel Mexico City to see the different cultural aspects, uh, architectural differences, and art, museums, and lots of different um, local cultures. So definitely, yes, if it's one time, if you're considering Mexico City, Mexico, definitely check that out. And if you're considering Cancun, definitely go check out the um, the area around um, Chichnitsa and Tulum. Um, we wouldn't really recommend you to just lie down on the beach and just spend your money on the drinks for like food. If that's your type of tea, yes, definitely go get it. It's choices are all yours, but... We would definitely recommend you to go out, walk, or use the Uber, or rent a car, and go adventure and explore the areas and the archaeological sites or UNESCO historic site, or different type of castles or shrines. So that's our recommendations. And that is a great place to end this. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough for having you listen to today's episode. We really mean that. I I really thank each and every one of you for listening to these episodes. We're back next week with another interview and continuing on with our interviews of other couples uh, living this travel lifestyle. We also want to hear back from you and, and what you want to hear from this podcast moving forward, what we can do to uh, make this even better. We'd love to hear back from you if you want to leave a comment on the uh, show notes page, if you want to send us an email to travel couple or uh, 
to the nations worldwide at gmail.com. If you want to hit us up on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash to the nations worldwide, any, anywhere you want to, to go Instagram, we're all at to the nations worldwide. Let us know what you want to hear from this podcast. We'd love to hear back from you. Uh, visit the show notes page at travelcouplepodcast.com slash 57. That's this episode, episode number 57's show notes. Let us know if you've been to Mexico before, where you've been, what you've thought about it in the comments section. If you'd be so kind, please subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a review. This really helps us get this podcast out there into, into more people's ears. And we'll be sure to be consistently delivering you these episodes every Wednesday about the world of travel. This is Mike Pletz and... Alex! Hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide. <laughs>